I'm Jordan Rayner, and this is The Word Before Work. Today we're reading one of my all-time favorite passages of Scripture, Isaiah 65, verses 17, 21, and 22. Here's what it says. See, I will create new heavens and a new earth. The former things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. My people will build houses and dwell in them. They will plant vineyards and eat their fruit. No longer will they build houses and others live in them or plant and others eat. For as the days of a tree, so will be the days of my people. My chosen ones will long enjoy the work of their hands. We're in a four-week series exploring the biblical truths illustrated in J.R.R. Tolkien's remarkable little parable, Leaf by Neagle. Neagle was an artist who spent years developing this massive painting of a tree. But sadly, he died only having finished a single leaf of that tree. But when Neagle arrives in the heavenly afterlife, he finds his tree finished, even better than he imagined on earth. In the last devotional, we saw how this story illustrates the biblical hope that there are eternal rewards tied to how we work in this life. See Colossians 3, 23 and 24. Here's what I want us to see today, though, that even though we have hope that our work matters for eternity, it is only proper to mourn over unfinished and unfulfilling work today. This is what we see Neagle doing in Tolkien's short story. When death is on Neagle's doorstep, he works frantically to finish his masterpiece. But eventually, he resigns himself to the inevitable. Quote, Oh dear, said poor Neagle, beginning to weep, and it's not even finished. End quote. Neagle feared what I think a lot of us fear today, that we will never close the gap between what we can envision accomplishing in this life and what we actually will. In the words of Karl Ranner, we will all die with unfinished symphonies. But maybe you're not mourning over work you won't be able to finish today. Perhaps you're mourning over work you have yet to begin. You feel as if you've yet to find the work that best matches your gifts and passions. Uh, Maybe you feel like you're stuck in a dead-end job today. I think it's natural and good to lament over these things, either unfinished or unfulfilling work. Why? Because these things were not a part of God's original design for work. See Genesis 1 and 3. But sin has ensured that work today is difficult and that we will all die with unfulfilled dreams for our work, just like Neagle. Again, these are things we should mourn over. But just as we do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope in death, see 1 Thessalonians 4.13, we also do not mourn over our work in the same way as the rest of the world. Why? Because there is coming a day when we will work free from the curse of sin. Today's passage 
makes this crystal clear. Isaiah is sharing this prophetic vision of the new earth where God will dwell with us forever. See Revelation 21, 1 through 5. But Isaiah's picture of eternity isn't of disembodied souls floating around and playing harps all day. Isaiah says, we will work forever. We will build houses. We will plant vineyards and not labor in vain. And because there will be no sin on the new earth, there will also be no unfinished symphonies or unfulfilling work. We will have all the time we need to paint our masterpieces, to finish our novels, to plant our vineyards, and long enjoy the work of our hands. Now, how do we maintain this perspective in the day-to-day grind of our work today? That's the question we'll answer in the final devotional in this series. Today's devotional only scratches the surface of how God's Word connects to our work. If you want to go deeper, sign up for my free 20-day devotional called The Word Before Work Foundations at TWBWFoundations.com. These email devotionals are designed to help you gain a rich understanding of the biblical narrative of work, how exactly your work matters for eternity, and what those truths mean for how we ought to work today. Sign up right now, again, totally free at TWBWFoundations.com.